Hi, this is Tina. And this is Mia. And you're listening to Yeah, No. The podcast about starting a business at the intersection of design and healthcare. Remind me again what a generalist is. A generalist is a person, well, it depends on who you talk to, but it's a person who doesn't necessarily specialize in anything. It's someone who has multiple skill sets. Okay, well, I have a quiz. Do you find lots of different things interesting or worthwhile? Yes. When you really understand how something works, where it fits, and how to do it, do you lose interest in it? No. Do you hate the expectation that there's only one answer to the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? That one's hard because I'm already grown up, but I would probably have said yes. Do you find it more interesting to come up with new ideas or ways of doing things than to focus in on the details that actually make it happen? Uh, Sometimes. Do you ever describe yourself as a dabbler? No. Really? Okay. When asked where do you see yourself in five years' time, do you find it impossible to answer in the singular? No. Really? Are you being true to yourself? <laughs> really? Do Would you, you have... say that that was BS? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like if I asked you what you were doing in five years, you'd be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'd be doing this or I could do this. I, I mean, mean, I would say that in five years, I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing now, though. I mean, it, I may not know exactly like where the business is going to be or what the future looks like. But I, I think if it comes to my career, I'll probably be doing the same thing that I'm doing. Okay. Do you have a hard time choosing? Yes. Do you have a job that you can do well, but feel that there's something more you haven't been able to identify? No. Is the idea of doing the same thing all your working life appalling to you? No. Do you have lots of unfinished projects and yet happily move on to starting something new? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it says you chart a steady course. This is like a Cosmo quiz. I know. Except it's for psychology today. So it feels a little bit like it's got some sort of merit right the psychologists are like rolling their eyes right now i'm rolling my eyes right now while you enjoy a change in learning you like to keep key aspects of your life constant as you rotate others maybe you chose a career in your 20s that you've stuck with but you play with variety in other areas of your life perhaps by always going somewhere different on holiday if you sometimes feel stuck ask yourself whether the stable elements of your life still satisfy you is it time to replace them or to find a new way of doing them for example you might want to stay in the same career but with a different employer (laughs) (laughs) bye (laughs) I want to fire myself (laughs) but that didn't tell me if I was a generalist or a specialist well I think it's for you to decide based on that answer oh god it'll be really good to talk to Gina Kim because she always called herself a generalist right like when she was with us and we haven't talked to her that frequently over the last in her youth so Gina Kim was our intern at Diagram three years ago yeah one of the first ones and she's all grown up now. No, I think she was the first, the absolute first one. Our first intern. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. So this is a special occasion. I'm sure she loves it when every time you say her name, you go, aw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway, so she works for the U.S. Veteran Affairs Group. And she is a designer there in their innovations team. Right. 
And she is going to be talking to us today because she and I and you have had long debates about generalists. And that's the topic that we're going to talk about today. I'm excited to talk to Gina. I'm even more excited to find out from Gina about how it is to work with Todd Park. Oh, we love Todd I know. Park. So Todd Park, who I've just idolized him for the last, I don't know how many years. It would probably make him uncomfortable. So Todd Park, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he used to be the CTO, He's the chief amazing. technology officer. He has now moved out to San Francisco to be back with his family, whatever. And um, But he does help oversee some of the work at the U.S. Digital Services where Gina works. And he is like an incredible force. I mean, he is like, talk about. Especially, I mean, in, in healthcare, especially. Yeah, he's the, he did so many, um, he p- helped push the digitiz- yeah, dig- digitization of the government, basically. And um, just. A genius. A, a genius. Let's grill her. We'll find out. She loves when we grill her. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Gina. Hi, Gina. Hello. Hello, Gina. We are calling you today to be on our podcast. We're talking about generalists. And uh, we talked a lot of shit about you before we got on. And now we're just setting you up for just great success. Success. Um, So anyway, so we'd love to just have a conversation with you. If you could start out, could you give us a little bit of an introduction we tried to introduce you, and I would say we did about a C-level introduction. So so we'll let you introduce yourself. Sure. Sounds good. Um, I am Gina. I currently call myself a UX and visual designer at the U.S. Digital Service, working at the Department of Veterans Affairs. I used to be a pixel pusher, but after studying human-centered design, my portfolio of skill sets have expanded. Um, I know you guys because I've interned for you guys and done projects with you, especially around design research. So um, I'm very happy to be on this right now. Can you tell us a very good story about my best friend that I want to be best friends with, Todd Park? (laughs) Todd Park is amazing he's definitely like a visionary and Mr. Positive so every time anybody was being a naysayer on the team we'd be like you just need to sprinkle a little Todd Park on you because he just makes (laughs) everything so much more delightful some of that yeah I want a little Todd Park sprinkled on me do you think that Todd Park (laughs) is a generalist or a specialist Ooh, that's a really good question yeah my gut is that he's a specialist well, actually, no, I take that back. I actually, no, he's definitely a generalist. I think, I just don't like that term, by the way. You don't but like I the think... term generalist? No. Gina, we Kim, have this you on are the tape one. now. You were the one I that love it. told us about generalists, so. I know. Well, I think it's just the word. I wish, I wish the word was something else and it would just mean the same thing. It just sounds so much more diluted. We heard it right here on Yeah No Podcast. A, a millennial saying <laughs> that she doesn't like. News. She doesn't like the word generalist. I think Todd Park's a lot like me, basically. Oh, oh. A specialist <laughs> with generalist tendencies. I think he's a generalist because he sees like the bigger pic like he could really see the world at different scales. Like he could zoom in and zoom out. He understands things from a very 
um, big systems perspective. And also, um, I think one, if we're, if we are going to call generalist generalists, as this is what we're going to call us, um, or call it, I think generalist, um, equals like great communicators, which is why I think that designers should consider expanding their skill sets and becoming generalists, if that's what we're going to call it again, <laughs> because it, it, it really helps you communicate with different people. So someone like Todd Park, he's talking to a big range of people with different skill sets and being able to manage that and understand that, but still uses like expertise is amazing. Um, like the major principle of design is exactly that to be a good communicator. And I think even being on this team right now that I'm in, I've definitely learned to be a better designer by working more with engineers and understanding how like backend systems work and how they connect to like the, the human facing part of things. I don't know, like working with other people kind of extends your skills and helps you understand what they do. And I hope it encourages you to learn also what they do. Yeah. Oh, Gina, we're so proud of you. Stop. So weird. I know. Also, I told um, I told Mia to stop every time <laughs> when earlier I was like, we're gonna talk to Gina Kim. And she's like, Oh, Gina. Like, you know, I really don't think she likes that. You can't have a conversation without me going, Oh, Gina. This is my thing. Do you think that the department that you're in well first of all how long have they been around uh the u.s digital service has been around since 2014 okay so they're still fairly new they're only about three years right yes do you think that the environment in which you're in which is pretty much still in its infancy stages right allows you to be a generalist i joined the team when we were at uh, season two, <laughs> I call our just kind of like the bulk of people who joined the, around the time I joined the season two cast, because the season one cast were way more generalists. I think we had a way smaller group. And when they came in, they were doing more of like understanding, like where we can actually have our projects. I came in an interesting time when we were transitioning from hiring generalists, so people who would go in, kind of put together a proposal of what we're going to do, kind of understand who our major stakeholders are and like build those relationships. And I also kind of saw the transition where we were like, okay, like we're growing these bigger teams. Now we need these specialty skill sets. Like we need more visual designers. We need more content writers. Like we need these specific skill sets for these teams. When we were a smaller group, we were all just kind of like, hey, we're designers. But as the group got bigger, we're like, hey, actually, I'm a visual designer. We're like, my expertise is in this. Has anybody ever introduced themselves to you as a generalist? Usually people don't say that they're generalists unless you're like me three years ago. But <laughs> one of my coworkers, she always says that she's a UX generalist. And her, she was a librarian. And like, I think she's one of the greatest generalists out there. Like she's actually good at a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, because so. she was a friggin' librarian. She knows yeah. a lot about a lot of things. There are just some people who are just good at everything that they try. Yeah. And that is a true, to me, is a true generalist. Like they pick up a hockey stick and they're good at hockey. They pick up a pencil and they're good at writing, you know? Right. And they're yeah. not amazing, but they are good enough to pass and do 
a good job. If we're going to embrace this idea of a generalist, that it is, it's not a pure generalist. It's a, you're saying that within design, I have, I have had exposure or I've got, I feel like I've, I'm competent in a variety of different things. With the exception of the librarian who's also good at Dude, UX. She's, damn, she's good at everything. That's what librarian. I'm saying. Is I that- would give librarians uh, a big, big uh, applause. When we were in design school, I had the biggest girl crush on the librarian <laughs> at the art center. Now was- we're getting to the <laughs> bottom of the story. All right. I'm confessing oh my, my love for Todd Park, and she's <laughs> confessing her love for our graduate school librarian. <laughs> Um, Well, we really appreciate you, Gina Kim, coming on our show and sharing with us your ideas around generalists. Sure. And if you ever want to brainstorm a new title for them, we're here for you. Okay, thank you. If you guys are interested, uh, you could check out Z's Box, which is a book I illustrated with and worked on with my best friend, Jennifer Choi. You can find it on Amazon. It's about a boy who has autism. Oh, yeah. I should actually talk about that. Yeah. You don't explicitly say it, but the main character has autism, but it's more about how a classroom uh, works together to have empathy towards him and learn how to communicate it with him. Okay, Gina. All right, Gina. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Seventy percent of the world considers themselves generalists. Seventy percent. I, I want a sight. I want a sighting, please. I don't know. That's just what I found on the interwebs. But, okay. Well. But it's just. I mean, I was kind of thinking that the world was getting more specialized, right? Like we, as we talk about design, we've seen it go from more general to everybody having definitions for themselves, like user experience designer, experience designer, design researcher, chief strategist, you know what I mean? And it feels, I think, from a design perspective that things have gotten a little bit more specific over the years in our careers. But then I was like, oh, maybe it's swinging. You know, they say that small companies are the ones who actually need generalists because they can't afford to hire specialists in each area that they need. Right. And so, you know, startups and things like that thrive on a generalist mentality. And so I think that that also is the culture of, um, you know, millennials, kind of younger people in startups who are like, I can do anything um, from finance to coffee to design. Okay, let's let's though let's. I think what needs to happen though is a differentiation between wearing many hats, which is I I might have lots of skills in different areas and and having someone have a point of view or perspective in their expertise, like an area of expertise. And I think people are getting that confused. I think in that that setting of we're a small business and we say this all the time is that you need to be able to do more than one thing. We can't just have you sit in a corner and say you're the, um, you know. Copywriter. Yeah, copywriter. And that's all you're going to do because we don't have enough work for a full-time copywriter. And I would argue that people would call that a generalist, is that if a copywriter says, oh yeah, sure, I can jump in on design, or I can jump in on strategy, or I can jump in on bookkeeping, then they would call themselves a generalist. Well, I think it's you mature in your career as well, is that you have wisdom and expertise 
which allows you to specialize as well. I mean, I think that when you're starting out in your career, there's benefits in staying open or or so people encourage you to stay open, right? Because you don't know where you're going to go. When I started my career, you know, I had a mentor who was, you know, he was saying to me, like, are you sure you want to specialize in healthcare?" I think as I've gone through my career, I see the benefits of having deep expertise in in healthcare. What you're saying, I think, is where the fear lies, because I think that when people think of generalists and specialists, they think in only one dimension. Right. You can be a generalist and specialize what you like what you were saying in context of in for example, in healthcare, or you can be a generalist and specialize in a certain type of design. You could specialize in, I don't know, color. So, oh, I'm a generalist in design. I can do UX. I can do UI. I can do visual design. I can do print, right? But then if you say, oh, but my specialty is in color, right? And I think that there's a fear in being able to say, oh, but color is not a job title. Right. And I'm just wondering if we're thinking of it too linearly. I, I kind of chuckle at this idea of being a generalist because it's kind of like I feel like it's one of those things that's gotten inflated to the point of like, ooh, Steve Jobs is a generalist and and Bill Gates, he was a generalist too, right? And I just feel like it they've it, it's been turned into a thing. I think it's a little trendy. I just think it's like not a thing in itself and we'll see it disappear fairly soon. It's like unicorns, our favorite. Again, it's, it's those millennials. Do you think that I'm a generalist or a specialist? I think you're a specialist with generalist tendencies. Yeah. I mean, it's almost kind of like the Myers-Briggs, right? It's like, oh, you're an introvert with extrovert tendencies or whatever. But there's some purists like Chess Smith, who does our music, who, disclaimer, is also my husband. Chess is a specialist probably in the most purest form, right? He is Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 Hours. I agree. Incarnate. Because he thinks about drums. He plays drums. Thinks about music. He listens to music. <laughs> goes to see music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't like other things. Always tapping his foot. It's all you know. It's just he's not into baking. No, he doesn't like movies. I mean, I do think there's true specialists. I don't know if there's a true generalist. Do we know any true generals? I do think that there actually are true generalists, like people who I feel like people who easily pick up on things. People who are seem to be seemingly good at everything they're not great at at any one specific thing but they tend to be good at a lot of different things but so do you think that you're a generalist or a specialist I think that I'm a specialist but I do think that I like to do many different things. I'm a tinker. I like to tinker in a lot of different things, but I do think that I I like I specialize. The things that I do, I feel like you know really well is I I'm good at asking good questions. I'm I that's the world in which I'm good at research. You're a good researcher. Yeah. And I think it's a benefit. I mean, I think that people know that you're you specialize in research and you're good at research and that's what you do and that makes it much more clear. IDEO 
which is a large multidisciplinary design agency, they have a definition of kind of a generalist and specialist. And I've heard from people who have interviewed there that they oftentimes in the interview ask you, what's your T? And uh, they describe that T as being the, that the bar that goes across the top are all the things that you're good at. And the stick that comes down is the area in which you specialize in. And so I think that the purpose of the question is probably to find out what are all of the skill sets that you have and then, but what is that kind of one swim lane that you're really, really good at? Right. What's your bar going down? I would say mine would be healthcare. I feel like I've got, that would be my expertise at this point and that my bar across would be more general design and I'm going to I have a new I'm going to I'm I'm going to have a new question. It's going to be what's your what's H. your pie symbol? Cuz pie cuz then you have a bar going across and you have two bars going down. Stay tuned for the next episode of Yeah No. Please consider subscribing to Yeah No if you like what you hear and leave us a review on iTunes. We really want to hear from you. You can reach us on the web at Yeah No Podcast, Y-A-H-N-O Podcast, and on Instagram. Our theme song is written and performed by Chess Smith, the specialist. Recorded at Figure Eight Studios, Michael P. Coleman, which I'm guessing is also who I'm guessing is also a specialist. Elizabeth Oddly is a generalist, but not good at sports. She wants to be clear. Me neither. Michael P. Coleman is a pie. He's a pie. We have a good team. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.